Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Good morning uh, to you, uh, Devin Conway. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Smithy. How are you doing? Yeah, going well, mate. Uh, absolutely brilliantly. Uh, lovely to hear from you. Uh, gee, uh, I, I know you had a bit of a uh, chance to recharge your batteries, but it seems like this tour has gone on forever around the world. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a very busy schedule for us. Um, I've luckily had enough time to sort of, you know, recharge my batteries, but uh, it's um, been exciting for everyone. You know, as as I said, there's been a lot of cricket for a lot of the guys, so um, it's been it's been on the road for a long time. Okay, so uh, your series, your particular series uh, against the West Indies in this T20 format, which is just uh, finished, of course, pretty consistent. You must be uh, scores of 43, 42, 21, so uh, striking it quite nicely. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm pretty happy with how things have gone. Um, would have liked to have sort of contributed more, um, especially in those knocks where I got starts. You know, I got a couple of 40s, the 20, as you say. It would have been nice to have kicked on and got a big one. But, you know, at the end of the day, we still won the series. So um, we're very happy in the camp all together as a unit. OK, uh, Devin Conway at the top of the order. Is that what you like? Yeah, no, it's been enjoyable. I think I was a little bit shocked when I got the um, the question to, to all the you know, got asked to, to open the batting. So, um, you know, it was a nice surprise. Um, it's a position for me that I'm familiar with, you know, playing with Wellington up the order at the top. So, um, yeah, it's been a really good opportunity for me to get up there and um, bat alongside um, Guppy. So it's been good, pretty exciting and, and very enjoyable. So w- when you walk out to bat, have you got, you, along with Martin Guptoy, do you have uh, fairly much an open mind or do you have a plan? Do you have, do you have numerical targets as such which you feel as if you've got to get to or you just, quite, you just play it by ear basically? Yeah, basically for us is to try and set the tone as the opening partnership. Um, we know that we have, to be try- we have to try and be quite aggressive in the first six overs in that power play. Um, we do, Guppy tends to take first ball unless um, they open up with a spinner. If it's turning it into the left-hander, then basically it's my duty then to take first ball. So that's the only sort of thing that might change every now and then. But it's about assessing those conditions quickly and just trying to put the bowling under pressure. We've got small little targets as a batting unit. You know, we want to be on a certain score after the first six and, and so on. And we try and sort of tick off those targets to try and set a, a good total as a team. It's a West Indian side, I, I must confess. Uh, I don't know know a heck of a lot about some of these players was it the same for you had you been familiar with that bowling attack much yeah um you're right you know it's not sort of the the, the normal bowlers that we that we're used to facing um you know there's no likes of Charles and Cottrell and a couple of the other guys that have 
been around for a long time. But there are a couple of younger guys that are, you know, very skillful bowlers. We certainly had to do our homework, um, you know, when we do our scouting before the series started. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it, it, was, it was a little bit tricky trying to ne- negotiate uh, some of the bowling. But, um, you know, we sort of got accustomed to what they were doing and um, we adapted accordingly. Okay, uh, the other thing you did, of course, uh, in the series is you took the gloves as well. You did the wicket-keeping duties. How did you find that? I loved it, Smithy. Um, you know, I think I, re- I really enjoy the opportunity to get behind the stumps. You know, I think it sort of helps me as a batter as well to sort of be engaged and get a feel for the surface. Even though we batted first in all three games, I feel like mm. as a keeper it will allow me to to sort of get used to the surface, even though I haven't batted on it. Um, it gives me that opportunity to do that. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the opportunity. Um, you know, it's a, it's a nice little role for me, and, and hopefully I can continue doing that um, in the future. Oh, it's to the balance of the side. There's no doubt about that, uh, Devin. So, yeah, long may that continue as, as far as uh, I'm concerned. Uh, I just um, uh, uh, The batting first uh, option there, is that the preferred way for this side at the moment, or is that conditions-based? I mean, uh, I I guess you have to you have to get into a mode where you know the toss of a coin you can be doing either batting first or or chasing. So um, the batting first strategy is that is that the preferred one? Um, not necessarily, Smithy. We we actually wanted to, to bowl first in the first game. We had lost the toss and got put into bat. Um, and and you know luckily we we put on a good total in that first game and got the win. And then as we knew that we were going to play on the same surface all three games, we we certainly felt that that surface was just going to deteriorate with the the warm weather around. Um, so we we certainly wanted to to bat first in the, in game two and game three, just try and make use of those of that of those conditions, and um, hopefully it was just going to deteriorate more. Um, for, for our bowling attack to, to um, take advantage, especially with our spinners in, in the side. So, um, yeah, um, it, for us, we do we do need to adapt whether we bat first or, or bowl first, but um, certainly it was condition-based in this series. Glenn Phillips had uh, a pretty good series with the bat. Yeah, no, he was outstanding. You know, I think um, he really does enjoy playing in the Caribbean. Um, you know, he said... Um, Sabina Park is his second home, I think, out of Auckland. So um, he, he does enjoy his time time here. Um, he's got quite quite a lot of experience here playing in the CPL and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was really good to see him get, get going. Um, he's obviously a very important player for us, very explosive. And, um, yeah, he's had a great series and hopefully he can take that into the ODI series. Devin, uh, the World Cup, of course, is in Australia um, and that traditionally over the years has not uh, been a spin bowling paradise as such. But in this series, of course, the spinners were, were very fruitful. The Bracewell, um, Michael Bracewell, Mitchell Santner, uh, East Sodi all having a crack. Uh, and I, I just wonder where you think the emphasis might be going to Australia. Do you think spin will be a big factor in the T20 World Cup? Um, I think so. You know, um, I've heard that obviously the grounds in Australia are very big. So, um, you know, that, that might create um, hitting boundaries off spin a challenge. Um, you know, and, and it was a nice opportunity for us to play three spinners in, in the bowling attack. You know, um, it was a great opportunity for Michael Bracewell to get some overs under the belt to see what he can do. Um, but to answer your question, certainly feel like we can use spin in Oz. Um, I know they traditionally more seamer friendly, but, you know, the skill that we have and Mitch Sander and, and, and the experience with Ish Sodi, um, we can certainly use spin to our advantage in Australia at the World Cup, I feel. Okay, we're about to go into 50 over 
mode, of course. Uh, then we've got three of those. And then, of course, three in Australia coming up in September as well. So uh, we put the T20 uh, options to the side for a little while. But do you have, before the World Cup, what is the plan in terms of T20 strategy and T20 practice? Yeah, I think, um, as you say, you know, it's into one-day mode now. Um, so we've got to tick that off and, and make sure that we're performing in that format. But then as we lead into the World Cup and closer to when that starts, it's about making sure that we, you know, knowing our roles really well, practicing our specific roles as best we possibly can and, um, you know, just staying in touch with our T20 skills. I mean, like we saw brilliant shot that Glenn Phillips played yesterday with that scoop, reverse scoop of a, of a short third man for six, you know, those sort of skills that we've got to try and stay in touch with before the start of the World, the World Cup later this year. So we need to stay in touch with that. Have you been spoken to about your, uh, your role in uh, the 50-over version of the game? For instance, uh, will you be at the top of the order? Will you be wicket-keeping as such? Um, not 100% certain yet. I think tomorrow we've got our first training um, in preparation for the one day. So um, we'll, we'll find out our roles tomorrow as we see what the surface is like and, um, and how that all unfolds. So we'll find out tomorrow before the game starts, well, the following day. How do you go, uh, from an interesting point of view for people listening in, how do you as a batter uh, revert from 20, uh, 20 overs to 50 overs? What is your mindset there? I mean, a bad ball's a bad ball, a good ball's a good ball, etc. But what about the, the frenetic nature of how you go about it? Yeah, I think naturally um, when you when you change from T20 to one-day cricket, you instantly think there's a lot more time and, um, you know, you, you've got more, more balls to face. However, I feel for me personally, it's all about keeping that positive mindset, regardless if it's T20 um, or, or a one-day match. You know, I've got to try and make sure that I'm always looking to score because um, personally that allows me to get into better positions and make better decisions as a batter. So, um, yeah, for me... I know I, it allows me the opportunity to bat longer, um, but in saying that, I still want to keep a positive mindset to make sure I'm putting bowlers under pressure and scoring off bad balls. So that's very important for me as a player. One of the issues uh, that the world cricket is facing at the moment, and we saw this the other day with the announcement from Trent Bolt that he's going to step away from some black caps duties because he wants to focus on time at home, but he also wants to open himself a wee bit more for some of the leagues going on around the world. And we see, um, uh, Devin, the side that you've uh, just played against is uh, quite unfamiliar because a lot of West Indian players do exactly the same thing rather than dedicate themselves to their country full-time. So do you think that's going to be an ongoing thing as these leagues continue to open up around the world? I think possibly it might it might be become a thing. Um, it might be more popular, as we know. Um, you know, as you say, there is a lot, of, a lot of cricket out there. There's a lot of these leagues. There's a lot of opportunities for guys to play all over the world. Um, so, yeah, uh, to answer your question, Smithy, I think guys might, might look into that. I'm not sure, you know, how that might happen, but um, it certainly can be a possibility possibility in the future. How are you finding the Caribbean? Is this the first time there for you? Yeah, this is the first time for me here. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, it's been it's been very very warm, so very different to what I experienced when I left Wellington two weeks ago. Um, so yeah, been, the people here are awesome. You know, um, they're very passionate about their cricket and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's just been a really good tour so far. We're really enjoying our time here, and um, we landed in Barbados this morning. So. Um, yeah, we've managed to get onto the beach and, and have a good swim this afternoon. So, um, yeah, thoroughly enjoying our time so far. Man, that sounds cool. It takes me back a few times, I'll tell you that. Hey, the other thing um, I've got to just clear up with you, um, All Blacks or Springboks, mate? 
All Blacks all the way. It was a great win for the boys over the weekend. It was great, great, great to watch. <laughs> okay, you got yourself out of jail there. Well done. Um, hey, and continue to enjoy uh, Bay Badass. Absolutely fantastic place. Um, and uh, enjoy uh, the ground as well. I think it's a wonderful stadium. So uh, it's been going good, Devin. It's uh, fantastic. You, you uh, gave us uh, a little bit of your time today, and uh, we look forward to seeing how the form carries on uh, in the Caribbean and uh, also in Australia and Darwin in about uh, three weeks' time. Good luck, mate. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Smitty. Take care. Cheers. Devin Conway there, uh, straight out of Barbados. And, yeah, that, uh, that is good if you can just uh, imagine it. We're in the height of winter here or the, the depth of winter here, uh, and uh, they get to swim on those golden sandy beaches in the Caribbean. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.